powder folks, let's gather around for the best sports talk in town. We got our hosts, Darren, Tim, and Chris. Baby, it can't get better than this. Give out all the power rankings. Laugh at all the teams tanking. A lot of fun, a lot of surprise. Let's give it up for the guys in this league. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to another episode of the This League Fantasy Football Podcast. As always, I am your hostess with the mostest, Chris Mitchum, proud owner of Team Fair Life, along with my best friend, especially for the next hour or so. We have Tim, the owner of Mr. Close But No Jamar. How's everybody doing? If we sound a little crisper... If we sound a little clearer yeah. for you today, because this is our first in-person pod in a month, week, month and a half, two or three probably. Dang near. That's decided been a to while. decided to make my way on up here to Westfield. I get Westfield and Westfield, Bestfield. Make my way on here up to here to Westfield. Currently in Tim's wonderful basement, surrounded by decorations. It's all that time of, of year. All of the Christmas <laughs> stuff is. is not all out yet, but all of the boxes are out. We managed to clear a table somehow <laughs> and set two computers somehow we did. and a mixer, and we're talking about fantasy football, and we're glad you are joining us. This is episode 74. That's a lot. One away from 75. It is the evening of November 14th, 2023, episode 13 of season four, and as always, we got a pack show. We got a week 10 review coming your way along with a trade ring and updated power rankings the this league guarantee the drop button is too far away from me right now there it is um a week 11 preview and of course the drinks of the week week 10 like i said is in the books uh how we feel about the benjis right now timmy you know it could be better it's so tough man because i hate starting the the year slow every year with burrow we've started slow every year it's due to injury when you start one and three a loss like this hurts real (laughs) bad to win (laughs) if we could you know we lost to the titans we lost uh, like a last second field goal Titans are really bad to a different team i can't remember like if if we had been three and one and this was our second loss of the season no big deal but the fact that we're now at five and four man i'm like you know, no panic alarms yet, but like right. the standards should be the one seed. Tom yes. Brady, Peyton Manning were always battling it out for the one seed, home field advantage during the playoffs. Mm. The Bengals are always just like, yeah, we'll take whatever you got. Four, five, six, if seven. If it makes you feel like, any better, I think Patrick Mahomes is still looking for his Peyton Manning because he's up there. Yeah. He's the Tom Brady here. He just, gets the Bills, the, he just gets the one seed. The Bills are five and four, right, as well? I think the Bills are five and five. I don't think they've had a bye yet. Ugh. Jesus, Joshua, come on. Tell you what, if things fall as they may, you may have the same record as our Indianapolis Colts. I know. This is the worst. I mean, every win we're getting further and further away from a top 10 pick. I just, we're not going anywhere with Gardner. He's fun. Yeah. But it makes you miss Curtis Painter, doesn't it? It does. Right? It's like, yeah, we're giving it a shot. If Curtis Painter was your backup this year, you'd have Marvin Harrison Jr. and Anthony Richardson. Instead, you're going to get Keon Coleman and Anthony Richardson. Which wouldn't be fine. Yes, it's it's good. It's good. 
maybe not for Team Fairlife and <laughs> the members we have associated with that. Drinks of the week, Tim. What do we got? Well, as I was saying before, I just finished up my second 5K in two days. How about it? Um, so I'm drinking water. He's fit. Trying He's to, clean. Trying to hydrate. Nice. And, and, and need it. I am not, as I, it will pro- I'll probably put it at the beginning of the show, <laughs> our little outtake about the drinks. I do have a nice glass of Woodford Reserve, courtesy of the Raider household. I appreciate that. As yeah, you're wrong with that. always, www.thisleaguepod.com is where you can go to look at the rosters, the scores, the transactions, all of that jazz. And I've been told it kind of helps out as you listen to this podcast, kind of allows you to track along with what with what we are reading. And, uh, of course, this league underscore pod on Twitter and Instagram is where you can find us, Tim. Are you ready to talk about some football? Dude, let's do it. I love football. Let's right. I love football more. No, you don't. Okay. Nice. Week 10, the first week post Cadoba Chipotle Classic. We are back to the divisional battles. Um, and we had a couple big games. I think this is largely a chalk ish week, besides yeah. maybe one or two matchups that were kind of going in you know, with a lot of implications. But we will start with one of those that we had two teams with similar records, but uh, about as far as you can get from actual uh, trajection of the squads. And yes, of course, I'm talking about Mr. Tim himself, close but no Jamar, taking on Zach and Brees Lightning. And of course, of course, after Zach puts up a third highest in the league, 142 points last week. Of course, he returns to earth. And that's right, you guessed it, with the lowest point total of the week. The final score here was, Tim, 152 to Zach down there at 107. Don't quote me on this, but I feel like this is like the third time this year that Zach has scored exactly 107 points. That Interesting. Just, that just feels Try right. To fact check that. Yeah, that just feels right. But while you look that up, Tim, I got to give you credit. Um, you did score the third highest point total in the league, and that was without thank you, thank you. the coveted Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown stack. Both of those guys were on by, along with Isaiah Pacheco. And we kind of mentioned it early, but like you scored 152 points, and you didn't even really have that good of a week. You kind of pulled the. The stretch formula, mm-hmm. I would call it, and you had two or three guys that just propelled you to a nice weekly total, starting with Sam Howell. <laughs> oh, he is a conundrum, man. He is a conundrum. Like you want to start him every week, but also you don't. And props to you, you don't have to. He hey, he's looks a great. Backup. He works as a fantastic backup. Exactly three times this year, Zach has scored one hundred and seven point something what I points. Thought. Yeah, that's I just that feel it feels right for Zach. One hundred and seven. That's what you have to score to beat him, apparently. But like I said, you use the stretch formula. C.D. Lamb with 39 points. Mr. Jamar Chase was having a tough game until one catch for, what was it, 40 yards? I think it was a 64 or 62-yard touchdown. Yeah, Yeah. propels him to 23 points, and I already mentioned it, Sam Howell with 29. And Jonathan Taylor, 14 points, you know, 23 carries is not great. But what you do love to see, Zach Moss, one touch. One yeah. touch last week. I think workhorse. This is Jonathan Taylor's back, back, backfield now. 
Um, but you will be looking forward to, I think, the return of A.J. Brown especially because the rest of your squad, DeAndre Hopkins, five points. Godwin, nine points. Sam Laporta, eight points, the second-best rookie tight end of this class so far. And we'll go over to Zach. I mean, you can rest assured that no lineup you could have set would have even come close to Tim. And a lot of folks, unfortunately, played the way you would expect. I mean, Josh Reynolds putting up three. Deontay Johnson with a disappointing two. Yeah, that one was a shocker. C.J. Stroud played a lot better than what his fantasy line says, I think, with 19. But you have those two running backs, man. Javante Williams, another week, another boatload of carries, 21 after 27 before the bye week. And Brian Robinson, you know, I tell you, eight carries for 38 yards and no touchdowns. It's like he had a bum game. What if I told you he finished as the running back one on the week with six catches, 119 yards, and one touchdown? What? <laughs> I, I was watching that game, and he goes, you know, Sam Howell's dancing around the pocket, and then somebody out on the sidelines streaks down the field for a touchdown. I'm like, is that John Dotson, Terry yeah. McLaurin? Who, who's that for? Up. And it's like, Brian Robinson. Not even Antonio Gibson. <laughs> like, what? Do you know what ranking Brian Robinson is for running backs this year? Uh, I don't. I know he started off the year as top five. He had a really hot mm-hmm. start, um, but has significantly cooled off. I'm going to guess, like, 19. Brian Robinson is the running back six on the year. Okay. Granny, he has not had a bye week. Okay. But still, like, even if you do bye to bye week, you know, drop him down four or so. Like, wow. He's a top 12 running back, and it's honestly pretty comfortable. And I think that might say a lot about just the running back position and fantasy football in general. Like I said, though, despite not the greatest performance, Tim probably feels pretty good not having two of his main pieces and still putting up 152 to Zach's 107. Anything here before we move on, Tim? Shout out Anthony. Uh, I love CeeDee Lamb. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's what's scary is I don't think you would want two other receivers in fantasy more right now than A.J. Brown and CeeDee Lamb. And you have both of them along with just a little guy named Jamar Chase. I hate your yeah, team. Yeah, it's kind of nice. I hate your team. <laughs> Let's move on <laughs> to the next game. It was Mr. Stretch and Walker. I hardly know her. Taking on Dawn and Jigbas and Paris. Stretch coming into this one at a nice seven and two. And here's your palindrome because Dawn comes into this one at two and seven. How neat. And man, like Dawn blows up this week. 118 <laughs> points. <laughs> Whoa! Like is, that's gotta be maybe a season high. I don't don't fact check me it, on that one. It might be. Uh he had you know positive matchups across the board. His guys going off like Brock Purdy. Uh, look, the 49ers look all the oh, way back. Cool. Like the after the three game losing streak, the bye week did them really good. Absolutely. Um, Antonio Gibson, you know, in the same game that Brian Robinson went off, he got 16 points. Chris Olave with Jameis hey, Winston, dude, that was incredible <laughs> to watch. That was unbelievable. Chris like, Olave with Jameis Winston is like a top five wide receiver. Camaro was open so often in the flat. And honestly, as the Alvin Camaro owner, I'm like, oh, he's going to get it. He's going to get it. He's going to get it. Jameis gave zero F Fs. <laughs> Just like, nope, bomb it. Chris Olave, double coverage. Yeah. <laughs> he's back. I think he had like one catch with Carr and then with Jameis just goes off. So selfishly, Derek Carr, please come back. Yeah, right, for you. <laughs> Uh, McLaurin, kind of a down game, seven points. Luke Musgrave, you know, he's he's maybe the third best rookie tight end this yeah. year. He, he's a decent piece. 
a huge disappointment from Hollywood Brown. Just missed a like 30, 40 yard touchdown. Ayuk back in the scoring, like points across Don's board. Uh, you love to see it. You love to see the guys going. Stretch, however, uh, just puts up more. He wins this one 135 to 118. Kyler Murray's back in his lineup, 17 points. David Montgomery back from injury, 17 points with a 75-yard touchdown run. That was what? Sh- yeah. shocking. I'm interested to know your vibe on the Detroit backfield right now. I think there's kind of two two sides of thinking. It's either A, Montgomery was coming off an injury and he will return to his 25-carry load, or this is Jamia Gibbs' team now. Where do you kind of line up on that? I wish I had either one of them. I, I think they're both fine fantasy plays just because – the, the, the Detroit Lions, I think their offensive line is the best in the league. And they have a coach who loves to just run it down people's throats. So I don't hate either one of them. And obviously when one's gone, the other is a smash play. So absolutely, I, I don't know that I have like a super strong opinion. I think they're both good. Um, Ken Walker has a nice bounce back performance. That's somebody that's kind of like... I'm nervous if I'm stretch. Yeah. Because you have Zach Charbonnet, awesome, great backup. But you'd want one of them instead of a 50-50, you know? Right. Do you? I, I'm, let me play the running back ranking game real quick. Kenneth Walker, Ooh. do you know his ranking? Uh, He's had some solid, really good weeks. I'm going to guess Ken Walker is running back 11. He is 7. Okay. One behind Brian Robinson. We stink at this game. <laughs> Man, like again, a guy that like early in the season stud, 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 but like – this is his best game in four or five weeks, and Charbonnet still splitting carries 50-50 with him. Mm-hmm. And you know, credit to Zach, he has Charbonnet on the bench there in case of emergency. But it's you know, it's ankle weights. He's dragging him down. He's dragging Ken Walker's potential down, and vice versa. Uh, the old men at receiver, ten twenty six. Nice games. Mike Evans, yeah. Um, and then, you know, he's got a gaping hole at tight end now. I'll say that. Taysom Hill, only 4.3. Like, only he had Sam LaPorta. Yeah, like I know. Wouldn't, na- wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> I know. Don't need to look at draft picks, but wouldn't yeah, that be nice? Yeah. So, you know, Garrett Wilson, uh, a solid performance. Josh Jacobs gets all the touches now with Antonio Pierce at head coach. Um, so, yeah, Stretch wins this one 135, 118, and moves on to 8 and 2. Stretch, I will say, as two guys, we were talking about this before the pod, that had eyes on Keaton Mitchell even before the rookie draft. You might have got a, I won't call him a league winner. I'm not there yet, because I don't think Gus Edwards is going to go anywhere, especially on the goal line. But you got a guy, I think, that. I saw him first. I knew he was good. You did first. see him first. Yeah. I, I, did, I have claims for second. First, I have so. claims for second. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't know if that's exactly my official eyeballs of the week, but it might be. We'll see as we go through these matchups. Stretch moves to eight and two. Don falls to a sad two and eight. We already declared a winner go home for him a couple weeks ago, so he is preparing for the consolation bracket. Let's get on to the next matchup. It was Steven in Mount Passmore coming into this one at four and five, taking on Mr. Anthony on a one game skid, you loser. Coming into this one at 8-1, and one, Team Uninspired Youth, that is. I floated the idea before this game of a winner go home for Steven, but decided against it because those mean a lot. Those mean a lot. We mean it when we say it. Then Steven's team, I like to call it the A.J. Dillon and Latavius Murray in the gang, um, came to play, though. 
And I think, honestly, if a few other things would have bounced his way, he could have pulled off the upset here. First, Latavius Murray, I mean, he pulled his weight. James Cook decided to fumble on the first play. That gave Latavius Murray a lot more room to work, and he kind of capitalized on it. He fell in the end zone, had a really good yards per carry, two catches as well. You'd like to see that. Will that continue? Probably not. And then you pair that with Justin Hermer performing the way I think Steven would expect him to on a weekly basis with DK Metcalf, Christian Kirk, George Kittle are performing well. And Steven put up a respectable 126, but I think he will be disappointed that Jacoby Myers and Evan Ingram couldn't also carry their weight. That could have maybe, you know, put up a better upset effort because Anthony finished with 161 points. And I mean, his squad did this week, I mean, you know, did his thing, and I feel like this, the the formula for Anthony every week is have all of your guys perform to the floor, and have one or two guys just pop off every week, um, and I think Keenan Allen was the guy that gave him that pop this week, 11 catches, 175 yards, and two touchdowns, and also Tyler Boyd with 19 points, comparatively, that's really, really good for Tyler Boyd. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll say he must have listened to the pod last week because we did have a little chat about Zay Flowers. Is he an automatic start anymore like he was at the beginning of the year? I don't think he is. He just had an all right game on the bench for Anthony. Um, 12 points, which you will take. But uh, great start there decision, starting Tyler Boyd over Zay Flowers. And I'll tell you what. He put up 161 without Travis Kelsey and gulp. Justin Jefferson expected back next week. Oh, man. Is not what you want to hear from a team who just put up 161 without those folks. And Lamar Jackson remains very frustrating. I'll just leave it there. You're probably not going to start Geno Smith over him, but he remains frustrating and a potential talk about win you a week, lose you a week kind of guy. Final score there, Steven 126. Anthony, 161. Yeah, if I'm Steven, I'm just counting down the days. You know, get T. Higgins healthy. Let's see what T. Higgins and DK look mm-hmm. like as, you know, future pillars of that team. And then, you know, just sitting there counting your money, counting your draft picks, and just, you know, That's just right. can't wait for next summer. As the Bengals fan, do you think T. Higgins gets moved this year, this offseason? One way or another, I think so. Mm. Man, I, for Steven, I don't know if you if that's good news to you or not. You you get detached. It's, it's You're not really longer like, the two, but you don't have Joe Burrow anymore. Is the grass greener? I don't know. Yeah. We, yeah, we'll find out. I don't know. Well, let's move on to our next matchup. It was the matchup to watch coming into this week. And, Tim, please don't spend too much time on here because it was your boy, Team Fairlife, coming into this one at 6-3, and three, taking on Aaron and Let Russ Microwave also at 6-3. and three. Uh, Kind of This was kind of called a battle to keep up with Anthony in the Chipotle division. And I feel 70% responsible for this. <laughs> um, you know, we went over it last week, but Aaron got Dak from me in my uh, you know, conquest yeah. to get yeah. Sam Laporta, and Dak goes off for 46 fantasy points. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that hurts, especially when Josh Allen has a down game of 15. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I, I should have had you get a, a drop for it because, you know, instead of the stallion, I, I wanted the carousel sounding. Something like that, you know? Uh, just not a good game for Josh Allen um, and the Bills. You know, my bold or preseason yeah, take was, was Bills not to make the playoffs. I'm feeling pretty good about that one. Um, points across the board. Amon Ross, St. Brown. 30 points. Tyler Lockett, 
is this the I think it's the first time Aaron's played them all year. Twenty three uh, points, probably. eight catches and a touchdown. Devontae Adams. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's the Josh Allen carousel ride. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Hey, it's okay. He's still the QB one on the year. Yes, he is. But whenever you go from the stallion to the carousel, it's going to hurt your team. Yeah. So. It's not a fun ride. Get me off, Mom. I don't want to be on here anymore. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of points. It's a really high-scoring affair on both sides. But Aaron, like like how I said, it's nice to put up 152 points and not feel like you had a great game. Aaron puts up 170, and it's like outside of Dak and Amonra, it's like, man, you didn't really have a great game. Like Mark Andrews had a dud, six points. Stephon Diggs had a dud, six points. Saquon Barkley had a dud, seven points. Tyree Kill like, on by. Yeah, missing some guys. And it's, again, it's just scary. <laughs> we'll get into the power rankings later with some of these teams we were talking about. But, you know, I'm sorry for trading him, Dak. Uh, you were in it until, until you weren't. I was in it until the um, second quarter of the Cowboys Giants game. The double decker <laughs> tight end stacker super combo for you did pay off. TJ Hawkinson and Josh Dobbs have Ooh. some special. Ooh, 15 so, targets. So high, you know, look looking, you know, you're still looking up on the season, but definitely uh hurts a little bit. But hey, he's not here. So That's right. Honestly, he he's probably just he probably wanted to avoid this pod this week because he thought he was going to lose. Yeah. Um, so he already made the plans. Obviously, he got lucky. That's ultimately what happened. Um, he probably knows. He actually told me personally that he got lucky and he didn't deserve to win. So, yeah, that didn't actually happen. But yeah. hey, you can, you can. I'll edit that part out. I'll edit that part out. Your final score there again, your boy, 125. Aaron, 170. Aaron moves to seven and three. I unfortunately fall to six and four. Four. We have one matchup remaining, and y'all know what that means. It is the game of the week, ladies and gentlemen. And it was between Clayton, the heartbreak key, I will say, coming into this one at one and eight, <laughs> taking on Hayden, Mr. Tua Infinity and Bijan coming into this one at five and four, needing a victory to stay in the hunt for those better playoff seedings and I will say Clayton brought what I think was a truly complete performance with the most random assortment of characters you can <laughs> ever have Devin Singletary 23 points let's go Jaden Reed 18 points how about it Trey McBride with nine targets 131 yards he gives you 21 points Elijah Moore out of nowhere, 15 points. Like, who are these people? <laughs> people who uh, Clayton had been playing all year, yeah, unfortunately, along with a, a solid 22 points from Joe Burrow. Gives Clayton a very respectable 121 points, and he had to make Hayden work. He Hayden had to overcome Patrick Mahomes on by, Tua on by, Jalen Waddle on by, Puka on by, Derrick Henry basically on by with three points and really a surprising dud from Travis Etienne and an injury to Derek Carr what was that third quarter fourth quarter something like that yeah second yeah, half something yeah. like yeah. that I mean he had to rely on Rashad White Jameer Gibbs and Tank Dell all with fantastic performances that really just dragged Hayden into Sunday night where he entered down 10 
with the Jets defense against the Raiders and it was teetering back and forth I saw it go as far as the Red Rocket with 80% chance of victory uh-huh. I saw it go to Hayden with a 60% chance of victory and it switched back that game was wild well the game wasn't wild but the defensive scores were but ultimately a pick three sacks two forced fumbles gave the Jets 11 points and Hayden the victory one I gotta say the decimals for this one. yeah 122.3 to Clayton's 121.88, less than a point separates these two. One of us should go back and figure out how many points or like how many games Clayton has lost by less than five points because I feel like it has to be at least three <laughs> going back. Um, like I said, he's the heartbreak E right now. Uh, he is always competitive. Granted, it's not like he's ever you know putting up 150 and being competitive, right. but he seems to have a great defense on him. <laughs> he may he brings people down to his level, and he gives people heart attacks. Man, Hayden just sneaks through this one, and I think this is honestly a big win for Hayden because six four looks a lot better than five and five. And with Steven still kind of hanging around, he had a pretty good performance this year. I think you know a lot of us have kind of written him off for the playoffs, but you know Hayden at five and five and Steven still hanging around there could have could have cost him anxiety to rise anything else to add here tim man it just hurts it's got to hurt to lose to like a defense scoring just enough when your defense gets zero points oh like they couldn't against josh anything and and, man hayden had he had to fight hard for this one not only on monday night but like all week on the waiver wire we mentioned it last week he had Mahomes and two are on by, mm-hmm. and he was putting in claims for like Josh Dobbs. He was putting in claims for I another quarterback. Came down and just <laughs> takes away. Fine, I'll take Derek, Derek Carr. Carr. <laughs> get, and he gets just enough four point four like before he goes out with the injury. So a lot of storyline there. Yep. Uh, if you're Hayden, you have to be excited about Jameer Gibbs still having relevance uh, now that David Montgomery's back. And I will give you props though. I think it took a lot of balls to start Rashad White against oh, the Titans yeah. and bench Derrick Henry, which ultimately decided the game. I mean, Derrick Henry starts. This game's not even really close. That really, not that close. And I don't personally think I could have made that decision. So definitely some balls from Hayden there to go with Rashad White over Derrick Henry. It really paid off, and he got the dub. Um, Quentin Johnston also looked alive, so that was cool. But that was your Week 10 review ladies and gentlemen we are in double digits some people staying building on some good momentum some folks maybe losing some momentum um <clears throat> your boy coming out of this week uh pretty high scoring week i thought points as well. across the board yeah lots of points lots of fun let us know your thoughts on week 10 as we move on into the show how about we get violent tim yeah yeah let's Fight, baby, fight! The This League Trade Wing. Welcome into the This League Trade Wing. Trade Wing. Trade I wing. do that all the time. <laughs> the This League Trade Wing. It's going to be a restaurant we open up. The, tra- Ooh, the, trade, the trade Wings. Wing. Something like that. We'll work on it. Yeah, we get like some cool, like dry rubs and it's like some you have a, like a boxing ring is like the box that the wings come out in i, I will say the fair life wings sound really gross it's a rock'em sock'em robots yeah 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 
Okay, we, we, we need to explore that. All that aside. Going forward. Anyway, back to the trade wing. Eight or 12 count. What would you like? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh, it wasn't an intense one, but I think it's definitely one that was worth deciding. If you're unfamiliar, since it's just me and Tim, I guess Tim will count me down and I'll decide the winner. Oh, for sure. But typically when it's three of us, uh, we take into account the win now, the rebuild, all of the pieces involved in the trade, and we would pick a winner pretty easy. Your trade this week was between Miss. Oh my goodness, between. <laughs> I gotta get these W's out. Was between Tim and Clayton. Tim close but no Jamar Clayton and the Red Rocket. Tim receives running back Zach Moss for the Indianapolis Colts. A nice little backup to Mister Jonathan Taylor there, and crucially, eighteen dollars of Fab. Clayton receives running back Devin Singletary for the Houston Texans, which again complements I think his Damian Pierce acquisition for sure. Daryl Henderson, running back for the Los Angeles Rams, and a 2024 third round pick. Are we ready, Tim? Are you ready to count Are me down? Are you ready? Let's I, do it. I think so. Here we go. Three, two, one. I'm going Clayton here. I'm All actually right. going All Clayton right. here. All right. Um, the thing is, is I think you both accomplished what most dynasty teams should be trying to do. Go get your handcuff if you can, if yeah. it's feasible. You got Zach Moss. He got Devin Singletary. Um, I just give the slight edge to Clayton here because I do like the third. Um, I'll let you explain why exactly $18 of fab was your target. But, um, you know, we, we've already, I think we mentioned it last year. 2024 third, it's already a good class, we know. But it could turn into a tank Dell. Who knows? You never know. Something like that. I think Jahan Dotson went in the third round uh, yeah. a couple years ago, which might look like an appropriate price <laughs> at this point. But, um, yeah, you both got what – and I'm not saying you lost this trade by like a wide margin or anything. Zach Moss has obviously turned into one of the premier handcuffs in the league um, and a true handcuff now that we already mentioned he got one whole touch last week. Colt, go Colts. Um, so that's why I lean Clayton here. Devin Singletary, and he has like usage now. I mean, we just saw yeah, him start last up. week. Great, great performance with Damian Pierce on the bench when they come back. Who knows? But I just lean Clayton because of that 2024 third with a team like his when you're still rostering folks like Westbrook, Ikine. Um, hopefully your third-round pick would you know, kick somebody off Westbrook, Ikine off right. the bench. So that's why I lean Clayton. Yeah, and I don't hate it for the, for that summary. It, for me, it was all about uh, a. I'm allergic to draft picks now. Uh, after the last don't need them. Who <laughs> ten, needs them? Last ten days I've had, um, and, and b. It's it was you know just just trying to play the game right. Like if God forbid Jonathan Taylor goes down, Zach Moss has proven this year that he's not like what did I say? He's not like a Josh Kelly who comes in as a backup and is a dud. Right. He's a guy who was RB six two weeks ago. RB one. Yeah. Um, so he can, he's proven that he can handle the, a full workload. Um, for me, Devin Singletary, you know, it just made sense to offer this trade for Clayton because Damian Pierce has had a down year. Um, Darnell Anderson, <laughs> <Terrell> Anderson, <laughs> uh, Kind of a toss, and he was never going to crack my lineup. But Clayton doesn't have a ton of like RB depth, so right. it makes sense. You know, a, a little piece there. And I mean, he he even proved usage whenever yeah, <laughs> both Ronnie Rivers, Kyron Williams, Cam Akers all go. But. It was it was a trade discussion that I, I was going to make it happen, and Clayton said he would not do it unless there's a twenty the twenty four third is in, and I'm like, okay, uh, I need a little bit of fab to even that out. But like Zach Moss is is a piece that I'm comfortable with 
having on my roster for the next two to three years, even if he doesn't, you know, get more than two or three snaps a game. Totally fine with that. I think it's worth the the risk reward because he goes down. Zach Moss all of a sudden costs yeah the first round pick to get. Singletary and Henderson are fodder on your bench. It's like what are they doing there? Right. Zach Moss is very useful on yeah. your bench, and I think again, same can go for Clayton, um, especially with the Damian Pierce thing. So. I lean Clayton, but certainly I would say a very effective trade for both sides of the ring. Let us know what you think. Congrats to Clayton on the dub, and we will move into your now bi-weekly power rankings. Broncos country, let's ride. Week 11. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Power rankings. We have some movement let's go. from the last time we did this. Last time, if you recall, there was you know, a little contention in some of the there was. individuals. Spicy. Um, and whether or not they belonged, we all had them. And so we'll find out this week. And I will say, um, Aaron still has input here. I forgot to mention at the top oh, yeah. of the show. He decided to just like ditch us because he's getting married. Yeah, something. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, something. So, but no, he uh, he's still part of the guarantee. He'll still be in the pickums, and he still has an input in the power rankings. Oh yeah, for sure. So it's, it's it's your regular crew, just telling you telling you how it is in this league. Um, we will start at the bottom. I have never been more intrigued by the bottom after last week, and because <laughs> that was or two weeks ago, because I was mad about who was and the bottom. The the bottom is. We have a new champion, and I think it's here to stay for the indefinite future. And that is Enjigmas in Paris. Oh, man. Just, man. I, th- I think it was a clean man. sweep. All three of us had him at the bottom. Um, we we see, we saw the light, you know. Man, you know what? Let's just, what went wrong? Because I remember at the beginning of the year, I was like, yeah. Don has the most solid team. He was my dark horse no, not, not, not a ton of studs, but like just guys that aren't going to let you down. But here we are, week ten, bottom of the power rankings. Is it all Tony Pollard's fault? It's ninety nine percent Tony <laughs> Pollard's fault. The guy was supposed be to be a top five RB, and I don't even know, but he's got to be outside the top twenty. Like, it's going to be the name of the episode. Is it all Tony Pollard's fault? <laughs> it is Tony Pollard's <laughs> fault. And honestly, a little bit of Chris Olave's fault. Yeah. You, you came into the season thinking Olave had top 10, like, next level potential. Hasn't shown it yet. Um, and then, of course, Aaron Rodgers going down week one. That didn't help. You know, starting Bryce Young is whatever yeah. Brock Purdy's fine Miles like, Sanders ended up sucking yeah just a lot of guys disappointing Jahan Dotson isn't getting me as bricked up as he used to yeah we got a lot of blame and Jackson J- Smith and yeah Jigba's, he's taking a little bit to, to come get going kind of sad man. yeah a lot right. of guys yeah yeah he was my dark horse I thought he had a legit shot at, at being a contender so only way is up, baby. Hey, here you go. Take those picks. Take those players. Let's let's you know. Start it at the bottom. Hold for it. Wait for it. That's right. A few That's years right. later, get back to me with the. Remember, now we're here. remember when you were at this spot, Don. Remember. Yeah. yeah. Um. And okay, so going up, or falling. Sorry, falling down a spot from the last time we did power rings. All right. Uh, at number nine, also falling down a spot 
we have the Red Rocket. Ah, man. Number eight was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. It was fun. He had his moment. <laughs> <laughs> he, he climbed out of the cellar. Still not, you know, he's, he's on the ladder. That's he, right. He's in the cellar, but he's on the ladder. Like, you know, he, he, I think he's firmly uh, cemented there at nine. Number eight. Up two spots out Where of the bottom spot belongs. is Breeze, Lightning, Zach. I got to stop being nice to him because uh, you saw what he did to me last the, week. You know, he's got the Jekyll and Hyde, the 140-something against you, 107 against me. So like, And everybody else. The fact that you <laughs> can put up 140 is is why fairly you'll be not in the bottom power rankings for the foreseeable future. Correct. Number seven, hanging on there, is Mount Passmore. Okay. You know, yeah, that's some, fair. Some, some rocky times. I think he's on a... Four, Four game, game losing, losing streak. streak. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. So, uh, you know, he clearly knows what he wants out of his fantasy or his dynasty team. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see what kind of moves happen. At number six, staying from the last time, we have Tua Infinity and Bijan. That feels right. That feels you right. You know, six with upside, I think, is how you define that. Yeah. At number five. I don't know why we do this. Down three spots from two is Stretch and Oh Walker. my God. Hardly know her. Down three? Um we had And he hasn't two. lost <laughs> since our last one. <laughs> uh we just don't like the guy. <laughs> Granted, hundred and eight last week isn't great, but then I can I can't say uh, I put up like ninety. It points. hurts. I had him I had him at four, you at five, and Aaron at six. Dang. So like that's one I'd like to get Aaron's input on. Right. At that wow, that means like Aaron had Hayden above him. Uh, correct. Probably okay. Correct. He didn't have like Zach above him, did he? No, but okay, Zach was okay. right beneath him. All right. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow, Aaron, you're you are love drunk, my friend. Like what's going on? At number four, 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 four. Remaining the same from two weeks ago is I'll, Team Fairlife. I'll, I'll I'll take it. I know I made know, a big stink about me not being number two. A I was weeks number two, ago. more uh, like number four. I will take uh, it. I like four. I love four. A couple of losses since then. I love four. You know, how excited? Have, have you have you stood on your Devon A chain soapbox in a while? No, A-chain. no. I'll, that that'll come later. Okay, okay. <laughs> Save that one for later. <coughs> At number three, up two spots. I'm climbing. Yeah, you I'm, are. I'm, as I'm, you should I'm be. hunting. Uh, close, but no Jamar. We have we have gone from one and five mm-hmm. to five and five. You are the top of the second tier. I think we we are we are which, hunting. In which I mean, we already mentioned it. You have AJ Brown, CD Lamb. And then a little Jamar Chase to just top it all off. Oh, yeah. Sam Laporta, don't forget him. You will be, I mean, the second best rookie tight end. You will be knocking on the door to the first tier, I think, very soon. Hey, I, I'm going for it. Number two, we have down a spot, Team Uninspired Youth. Okay. I, this is, I, I am opposite of you guys both, um, but... He did get his first loss, but Christian McCaffrey was out. And then he wins this week, and like you said, Kelsey and Jefferson coming back. I, I wasn't ready to knock him out of the That's top fair. spot. That's fair. I know Aaron's been on a little bit of a bender. He, he's a little bit on a, a hot streak. Has 100 more points scored on the year than Anthony, 
Um, if only they could play each other. That way we just know who the real top dog is. Yeah, all all players healthy. Let's go at it. Yeah. In the first round of the playoffs, so we only have to play one of them. I was thinking maybe even like next week we just try to decide. Oh, it. really? Yeah. Oh. Wouldn't that be nice? Ooh, let's find out. We call that a let's preview. Let's find out. And that means that number one up a couple of spots because he had fallen from he the had. top and he's back he was on going through top. it for a little bit the target is on his back again Aaron and let Russ microwave and Russ might be cooking again he might be isn't that awesome he might be cooking again like the microwave might be retired I think he's at least on a George Foreman now I think <laughs> Making some slightly slightly above average cheeseburgers. Yeah. yeah, not on the grill, but on, on, on the, the George, George Foreman. <laughs> When's the last time you've seen a George Foreman? I don't know, it's been a while. My dad had one he used all the time growing up. Uh-huh. Just produced so much grease. Just slightly better Just than a microwave. so much grease. Wow. Wow. Do they make those anymore? Do they have like a George Foreman like 6.0 now? Oh, I'm, sh- I'm sure they do. What does it's a really probably, good George Foreman look like? Art owns it or makes something like that or yeah. one of those brands. Anyway, power rankings. Let's run through them one more time for let's the people it. at home. At number 10, in Jigba's in Paris. At number 9, the Red Rocket. At number 8, Breeze Lightning. At number 7, Mount Passmore. At number 6, Tua Infinity and Bijan. At number 5, Walker, hardly know her, huh? somehow. At number four, Team Fair Life. At number three, Close Window Jamar. At number two, Team Uninspired Youth. And number one is Let Russ Microwave George Foreman. Congrats to you, sir. I am currently looking at George Foreman grills. A lot of them are sold out, Tim. This boy, this guy is still making money. They're like, like Who uses new? a George they're, Foreman? They're, you can get a new George Foreman? Yes. You can get a Rapid Grill Series 4 serving removable plate electric indoor grill and panini press. For $7.99? For it's sold out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are like 50 bucks. Okay, okay. That's so affordable. Man, he, I wanna he's probably made I don't I don't know. We might need a we might need to pause this and actually look this up. <laughs> All right. Well, you look that up. Uh, let's go make people some money so they can go buy six George Foreman grills. Yes. <laughs> the This League Guarantee. George Foreman earned <laughs> at least $11 million for his TV appearances. He took home an additional $137.5 million in cash and stock as part of a buyout, and he's entitled to 45% of the product's profits earning $4.5 million a month at its peak sales. Oh, my God. Combined with monthly royalties and the buyout, George Foreman personally collected at least a total of $250 million from that little little baby, little the, flat top, little, little grill thing. C- close the lid. What? Yeah. Cooked both sides. It's a lot of money. That's a ton of money. You know how you can get that rich? Did this league guarantee? Uh, hopefully the... the- this league guaranteed. That's right, baby. And I tell you what, this is the week to do it because I feel good. I feel good. We got it two weeks ago. This week, we kind of came back down to earth a little bit. The Najee Harris anytime touchdown score or hit, hell yeah. Of course, of course. I'm a, I'm the weeks jinx. that Christian McCaffrey, we put Christian McCaffrey yeah. anytime touchdown score. What was it, 16 straight weeks? 18. 18 straight weeks. Of course it doesn't hit. 
even with and Kyle Shanahan he trying tried. to <laughs> he tried so to shove hard. him in there. Come on. Oh. It's like he knew the guarantee. He was like, man, I got to yeah. I got to back up my boys here. Right. And then honestly, the one that's maybe even more shocking. I thought Saquon was going to have over 3 catches in the first quarter cuz it just made sense Danny DeVito dumping it down. Did, but it turns out Danny DeVito what's his actual name? Tom Tommy Shit. Thomas Tom Tom DeVito Tom Tim, DeVito Tom I actually said Danny DeVito. Um, turns out he didn't even have time in the pocket to check it down. So. I was going to say, did he even complete three passes? <laughs> I don't know. I doubt it. He's bad, dude. If you're the Giants, what are you doing? Yeah. It's like if you're a Giants fan, I'm like, go freaking sign Matt Ryan. I was about to say Matt I Ryan. I don't know. Carson Wentz already got picked up, so uh-huh. it's like just slim pickings out there. Anybody is better than freaking DeVito, dude. But it's a new week. It's a new us. It's a new slate. And we got three ones, three of them that I like quite a bit. We'll start with Aaron's. We have Mr. Keaton Mitchell running back for the Ravens over 34 and a half rushing yards Thursday night against the Benjis. I, for one, like this because um, uh, Jim Harbaugh has already come out and said. John Harbaugh, not Jim Harbaugh. Jim yeah. Harbaugh likes to cheat. John Harbaugh already came out and said that they plan to give Keaton Mitchell a lot more work this week. He's already averaging, like, seems like 30 yards a carry anyways. <laughs> so over 34 and a half yards against the Bengals defense seems doable on Thursday night. So we'll know about this pretty quickly as the Bengals fan. Can you see a 34-yard carry by Keaton Mitchell in your I, future? I can see a 75-yard carry by Keaton Mitchell. I, I love this one, um, especially with the news coming out that he's going to get more involved. Like He had three carries this past week, and it's still fine. Um, if you give him eight carries, I think 34 is, is easy, easily hit. Here we go. You heard it here first. He's like Devon Achan light. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know, so... Hopefully he stays healthy. Let's move on to Tim. What is your guarantee this week? You know, we're going to find out, obviously, real fast, Thursday night, if the guarantees We sure hit. are. Um, I'm rocking with my boy Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Over one and a half touchdowns thrown, <laughs> minus 115. I dig it. He has thrown two plus passing touchdowns in five straight games, the longest streak in the NFL. Uh, every now and again, yeah, I feel like in his career he does this where he just gets on hot streaks of two, three touchdowns every week. Um, Marlon Humphrey, I believe, is out. He had a calf strain in the game. Um, I haven't seen the injury report yet, but it's, it looked like he was out and on a short week turnaround. Uh, always hard to come over. Um, and lastly, we suck at running the football. <laughs> Uh, the Bengals just won't commit to it. Joe Mixon looks still looks like himself, but we just can't run the ball. And so I think if we're going to be able to keep up, and obviously we talked about if they're if we're going to be able to stay in the playoff hunt, uh, we got to win, and it's going to happen on the arm of Joe Burrow. Yeah, and that over under of forty six points. I doubt Joe Mixon's going to get three rushing touchdowns. No sir. So I like that a lot. I will. Close out the guarantee here. Mine is kind of gross. <laughs> Don't watch this game. Um, or I guess you could if you wanted to. But my guarantee is the Arizona Cardinals against the Houston Texans over 47 and a half. Life is way too short to bet the under. And listen, for his first week back, the Cardinals looked pretty dang good last week. And to even top it off, they put up 25 points last week. 
the Texans defense is quite worse than Atlanta's defense when it comes to total yards. I think uh, Atlanta was like 17th. I think the Texans rank around 23rd. So you give them a bit softer of a defense to go up against uh, Kyler in that offense. And you take into account, I'm kind of a believer. I think I'm a believer. I think I'm on the hype train. I think C.J. Stroud's the truth, man. He just he looks, looks so very composed. Good. Yeah, um, He looks like he's comfortable out there. He's been playing for four or five seasons already. And the Texans have hung 30 and 39 points the past two weeks on the Bucks and the Bengals, respectively. The Cardinals' defense certainly isn't as formidable as those two. So you combine 30 and 25, you get way more than 47.5 that this game is currently set on. It's in Houston. They're playing inside. I like that game at over 47.5. I love it. You can't lose. You could take this line to 57.5. I'd probably still back it. That's what I like to hear, baby. So your guarantee for the week one last time, we have Keaton Mitchell over 34.5 rushing yards on Thursday Night Football. Joe Burrow over one and a half touchdowns on Thursday Night Football. And the Arizona Cardinals in Houston, that game going over 47 and a half is your guarantee for the week. Plus 560, 10 bucks wins you 66. That's one George Foreman grill. That's a hole with tax and everything. Come on, shipping. Let's do it. George Foreman obviously needs the money. Yeah, right. $250 million and $66.05. Please, exactly. <laughs> please, please go buy this poor man's grill. What an entrepreneur he is. That's your guarantee for the week. Go bet it. Go make some money because Lord knows we guarantee it. Let's get in to the week 10 preview. Week 11 preview. Did I say week 10? Yeah, it was wrong on the dock. I do not want to revisit week 10. <laughs> I'm, that was not good. Week Moving 11 on. preview. We say welcome back to the Chiefs, the Rams, the Dolphins, the Eagles. Travis Kelsey had quite that's the bye a lot week. Of good, that's a lot of good players over there. Yes, that is. Tra- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got like a like a first first public Karma is the guy and... on the Chiefs. I saw that video so many times. Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah. And he, he was like, blushing words, and was yeah. like, oh, uh, uh. <laughs> We'll do that melting. one more time. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And we go bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. To the Atlanta Falcons, the Indianapolis Colts. Colt, go Colts. Be safe coming back from Germany, gentlemen. The New England Patriots and the New Orleans Saints. Pretty decent chance, I think, the Patriots leave Mac Jones in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> of course, like we said before, we are back to the divisional showdowns. And after this week... Only three more weeks until the playoffs. www.thisleaguepod.com is where you can go to track these matchups along with us. This is quite the slate, man. Week 11 is quite the slate. You got a lot of people that I would say are close together in the power rankings squaring off this week. Um, And we will dive right in. The first matchup we're diving into, it is one toward the bottom of the power rankings. It is Clayton and the Red Rocket coming into this one at 1-9, and nine, taking on Dawn and Team Dawn Perignon at 2-8. and eight. Can we say the loser goes bottom? 
the loser goes <laughs> bottom four. Dun dun dun. Ever forever. And to the credit here, we have a couple of buys. We have Don with Chris Olave on buy. I just got done, you know, talking smack about him. Clayton mm-hmm. has Drake London on buy. Tyler Algier on buy, who's in his lineup every week. Um, so we got some. We got a few new names out there. Uh, Clayton starting Devin Singletary, who just went off. Both of them. Daryl Henderson. Daryl uh, Hendrickson. Daryl Henderson. Uh, Matt Stafford's coming back. Still one more week on Kyron? Yes. Okay, yep. so so no Kyron back yet. Um, we have Nico Collins, who's not practiced yet with his injury. Yikes. We have, uh, is it, I can't recall, uh, prison... Yeah, Zay. Uh, freshly out of jail. Yeah, freshly out of jail, currently in the lineup. I don't <laughs> feel like he's going to play this lineup. week. <laughs> you don't normally, I, I mean, Clayton I said, don't, don't care, get in there. <laughs> he's like, points, all I see is points. Yes. Um. So, you know, a little bit there. You, you've got some sp- some plays on the bench with Cole Komet. You can go double tight end, Decker, Stacker. Double tight, yeah, that one. Uh, you've got, you know, no, that's about it. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. it's why these guys are at the bottom. Um, Don has some some promising matchups. He's got you know Brock Purdy. I you can't really say Tony Pollard's a promising matchup Tim, until he does something. Talk me out of. Talk me out of. Don't do it. Why I'm a contender? I don't go get Tony Pollard because he he's still getting sucks. so much work in such a good offense. Because he has not looked good this year once, and he 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 broke his like. Fibula and ankle, like he had, a, he had a pretty big surgery. I keep forgetting about that. at the very end of last season. It's all Tony, and, and he was he was like the explosive guy, right? And now you're 26 years old off a major surgery. Um, we are currently averaging 3.9 yards per carry when his historical likes were 5.5, 5.2, 5.3. Not good. Not um, good. It's just. I don't, I don't think I think he's toast. <laughs> Rico Dowdle looks like he has juice, and Tony Pollard looks like mm-hmm. like uh, molasses. Is Tony Pollard Zeke? <laughs> yeah, he's the new Zeke man. Don't turn into your heroes, kids. Um, right. So you know, Don rolling out uh, Brandon Ayuk, Hollywood Brown again, Luke Musgrave. A lot of the names that we already know. Not really a ton of lineup decisions because Miles Sanders is he's benched until um, further notice. You could know, throw a dart on Jahan Dotson, but somebody's got to go in for the Alave spot right now. Sleeper um, has it projected to be a barn burner, eighty-eight to ninety-two. <laughs> Don, Don with a fifty-three percent chance of victory. Uh, I, for one, on the pickums, I have filled in my pick as who cares? <laughs> oh, that's me. Um. I don't know. I'll take <laughs> I, you, you go first. I don't even know. I'm going. <laughs> this is this is my last chance saloon on Tony Pollard. I don't I don't know why. Good luck. St- uh, I'd rather like, have Daryl like Henderson. Due. I feel like he's due. I'll say for Clayton. Who do you play if Damian Pierce comes back? Do you stick with Singletary if you're Clayton? Do you play both of them? Both. I don't know. You think so? Honestly, I don't. I mean, especially with you know some of the decisions he's got, I wouldn't hate both. Because one of them gets a tutty over Zay Jones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you'll take it. I think I'm gonna go Don. I'll go Don. I'm, I'm giving the last chance saloon of of Tony Pollard. If Don wins, I'm still not taking him out of the bottom of my power rankings. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Dang. 
All right. Uh, and who'd Aaron go with? You have those pulled up? Uh, Aaron is taking Clayton. Aaron's taking Clayton. All right. Well, there you go. Two for Don, one for Clayton. We already declared it. Loser goes bottom. Let's go to the next matchup. It is Zach and Brees Lightning coming into this one at two and eight, taking on Steven and Mount Passmore at four and six. And I didn't do it last week. I'm doing it this week. Not only is this a win or go home for Steven, but I think this is a win or go home for the playoff just teams, right? I think yeah. Steven is the last one that could relatively compete with with a Hayden, sure. with a me. With <laughs> a me, yeah, I mean. With the team for the last playoff spot. So I think he needs to win this week Please in don't. order to keep his season Alive. Let's get into it here. Or I say, uh, Sleeper currently has Zachary with Let's a 54% chance of victory. Zach has to deal with Josh Downs and Kylan Granson on bye. Meanwhile, Steven has to deal with Michael Thomas on bye and potentially dealing with year. a very significant <laughs> injury. So yeah. you might have to get used to that one. As for Zach, he may be eyeing a potential... Uh, Khalil Herbert week 11 return if he does come back honestly I don't think he gets into his lineup though because don't look now but Zach's running backs Brees Hall Javante Williams Alexander Madison assuming he comes back and leads that backfield again against a Denver defense that's been improving um, but still I would say doesn't scare you I mean James Cook when he did play last week was just gashing them for fun and running back six, Brian Robinson. Pair that with Rashi Rice and Deontay Johnson with C.J. Stroud against Arizona. Good Lord. That is a good-looking squad for Zach, seemingly out of nowhere. But if you go over to Steven, it's A.J. Dillon and Latavius Murray Let's and the go. gang again. <laughs> the usual crew. Um, and really, he has an identical lineup to last week. He's hoping Justin Herbert can get it done again. He's hoping Christian Kirk can bounce back. George Kittle with another potential big game against the Buccaneers, who are relatively good against the tied end. Um, really, no other major lineup decisions, I don't think, throughout the week. Maybe if you're Steven, do you consider a triple tight end stacker? I mean, Dalton Schultz. He's against Arizona, done. you know, do you play him over a, I don't know, Jacoby Myers? I don't know. He hasn't been doing really well. Yeah. I mean, Dalton Schultz over the past couple weeks has been performing better than Jacoby Myers. So it wouldn't be outrageous. And I kind of, I just kind of want to see it happen. I want to see a triple, triple tight end. Decker. Decker. Tight end, stacker, that, super. That just sounds like diabetes <laughs> in a tight end, man. Um, with all of that being said, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to break it to Steven. Um, but I think the playoffs are virtually set after this week. And Zach, with his new and improved, not even new, I'll just say improved roster, mm -hmm. I think he gets the dub here. I agree with Sleeper. The current projections is Zach 108, Steven 101. I'm actually going to go with Zach here. I think he gets it done. And it's going to be a clean sweep. I'm taking Zach as well, and as did Aaron. Um, I think it, it just starts at the top. Like C.J. Stroud, he's on a heater. I love seeing that. And then Brees Hall should have a bounce back game. There you go. I agree. Clean sweep for Zach. Man, four or five weeks ago. We Not going to lie. I'm about to say. Before, I didn't say anything because I just was too scared. But when I was playing him last week, I was looking ahead a little bit at Zach's schedule. And if he would have been able to beat me last week, I was 
going to be a potential nervous wreck about like two or three years ago whenever he is that you his, didn't have any experience with that when he went on his like <laughs> seven on game win streak i was like oh please 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 yeah right Ugh. oh my gosh i didn't even think about that that could have been a, I, yeah i was looking ahead on his that could have like, been a storyline he gets the Kadoba division too yeah. Jeez. All right, well, let's move on to the next matchup. It is a matchup that, personally, I hate is so important, but here we are. It is your boy, Team Fairlife, coming into this one at 6-4, and four, taking on Mr. Hayden, Tua Infinity, and Bijan, coming into this one also at 6-4. and four. And I love this one because one of you has to lose. This <laughs> stinks. That, that can make up some ground, potentially. Right. Um, we've got a close one, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, currently, Sleepers projecting Hayden a 51% chance of victory, a 118-116 to 116 ball game. Um, we've got Alvin Kamara on by. We've got Bijan Robinson on by. Michael. Pittman, the team himself, on by. Uh, Hayden's tight ends on by. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, they're usually on by every week because, you know, they put up four. But. So if I'm you, I, you know, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills are reeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have to go play a tough Jets defense while Patrick Mahomes gets to come off of his bye week where I think Andrew, Andy Reid is like 29-0 and 0 yeah, off a of bye. Undefeated, something crazy. Um, and Patrick Mahomes going up against the Eagles, who are also coming off by, but like you can pass on the Eagles sure secondary. Can. Cannot run on them. Um, you know, Hayden's got he's gonna continue to roll out Jameer Gibbs. He gets Travis Etienne back off by. He gets Jalen Waddle back off by. Uh we've got Tank Dell in there in the matchup we've already said we like a lot of points. Um Devo Samuel back again. Puka Nakua, does he return to life with Matt Stafford coming back? That's a huge question mark. Um the only thing you, you really hate on Hayden's side is the tight end spot. Michael Mayer, um, he's, he's good He's good for like two catches a game. Yep. On Chris's if, side. Uh, real quick, yeah, yeah, if yeah. Pat Fryermuth comes back, who's currently on Hayden's IR, you roll on Fryermuth uh, at Cleveland ugh, or Michael Mayer at Miami? Uh, who cares? <laughs> All you can count on is you're going to get two or three points from either yeah, one of them. Yeah, you don't love either of those. Uh, I don't, yeah, you know, I don't know that there's a ton of better options to tight end spots. It's one of those, like you said, you got to go get a guy. You know, you see a, some Sam Laporta out there. You got <laughs> I'm going to hit that one home. Um, <laughs> Chris, you're going to get DeAndre Swift back off of his bye again in that in the Kansas City matchup that favors favors the Chiefs. Um, rocking out there, Jerome Ford, DJ Moore in a plus matchup. Cooper Cup, again, Matt Stafford's back. Yeah, this is a Cup Nakua bowl this, here. This this is this could be a head-to-head deciding factor in the game because Nakua has been getting the targets. Um, yes. Cup has not. And even when Stafford was there, he was, Nakua was still getting more targets. But Cup was just coming back off the ankle. Yeah, Cup, Cup was performing slightly better, but for somebody I paid a first plus four, I need him yeah. to. Yeah, so if he could come back for you you know, and get you a nice 30-burger, that'd be pretty sweet. That would be nice. Uh, and we, we've said it. You you have the tight end double-decker stacker Yeah, combo. baby. I think it's here to stay. As, as long as Kincaid keeps up his targets whenever Dawson Knox returns, I don't know how you can bench him. And then TJ Hawkinson, like I said, with Josh Dobbs is just like Superman. Hawkinson is like a wide receiver one. <laughs> yes, uh, he is. He is hashtag uh, good, and then we're rounding out with uh, currently Jordan Addison. That's his, that's his name, right? I had to think about Jordan. Dun. Yeah, Jordan Addison. But there's somebody. Um, and then there's somebody lurking. 
Who's lurking? You gotta scroll all the way down. Kadarius Tony. Oh, there he is. <laughs> no, we 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 mentioned it. Um, I mentioned it earlier, sir. Uh, it's take time. the stage. It's time. It's time. They held him out for a couple extra weeks. Mike McDaniel said this. I didn't say this. Mike McDaniel said this that it was a precaution. They wanted him for the stretch run. They needed him healthy, especially now their time of need when their offense is stalling. They had a record-breaking offense with this man. A man for three weeks. Not a one-off. Not two. You know, we've seen that before. Not two. But this man had three weeks where he averaged freaking 12 yards a carry, ladies and gentlemen. He averaged. In the NFL? He averaged two touchdowns a game, ladies and gentlemen. He averaged four targets a game, ladies and gentlemen. And receiving touchdowns. Devon Achan is coming back. He's coming into my lineup probably for Jordan Addison. Well, that's, that's to be determined. But um, he's coming back. Yeah. He's back. And may I also add, Cooper Cup is back. I know Hayden sure, can say the same sure, thing. Sure. Justin Fields hopefully coming back. DJ Moore gets piped up. He has the 49-point ceiling like he did last time. I'm not saying my team's back. Devon Achan's definitely back. He's small still. Potential a potential league winner, man. He's Come still on. he's still small. Come on. You look at Devon Achan's like uh his, his bio and it reads like my like third grade stats. <laughs> like like five eight, one eighty eight. I'm like, yeah, that was me when I was I'm about a, to say, yeah, when were you? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Uh he's still small. I, I do have concerns about him holding up. Um but hey, you you insert that into the lineup. And he comes no back against the Raiders. Asked. The Raiders. No questions asked. And and that does get you to pivot where you don't have to play two Josh Dobbs targets. Correct. <laughs> correct, correct. So I'm very excited for that. Uh who you taking here, Tim? You know, in this one, it's I, I do think it's close and I, I am excited to see how it you know it's gonna impact the playoff standings. Um, but I'm gonna take you, Chris. I, I think um, I I think you're you're due for a good win after a couple of rough weeks. I'm taking me as well. Um, and I'm to say not only on the back of H N, I think Josh Allen bounces back this week, man. I I really think he does. I Oof. know it's the Jets. I know it's gonna be gross afternoon game, but I can just I can just feel Josh Allen being like, we need to step it up here. And he's done it before. He's still the QB one. I think he's going to prove why. I think he has a really big game. Um, not saying Mahomes is also not going to have a big game, but I'm picking me. I'm going to pick me. You got to ride with the dogs. You got to be confident. I think uh, going forward, my team will be much more formidable. Who's Aaron taking? Aaron's taking you as well. We have another clean okay. sweep on the sheet. And I feel like this is a one of those Sunday night football graphics that's going to come back. And, and if Josh you. Allen does not come back like you say i want another like full minute of the carousel music (laughs) no more carousel (laughs) no more all right let's get in to the next matchup i am also very excited for this one i told you we got a great slate this week great slate it is a clash an absolute duel in the Kadoba division it is tim and close but no jamar Coming into this one, taking on Stretch and Walker, hardly nowhere. Sleeper giving Tim a 61% chance of victory. And I think that sounds about right. I mean, I feel like Sleeper always errs on the low side of projections. 
the fact that you still have 135 points projected is kind of redonkadonk, in you, my opinion. You know what's ridiculous about projections? What? If you go back, like, even before all of my trades, I think I've been projected over 125 points every week. Sleeper really? loves my team. <laughs> Sleeper. It, it did not happen early in the season. Sleeper loves your uh, team. But they love me. I love your team, Tim. I really do. I love my team, too, I, I'm kind of upset. <laughs> Um, for Tim's side, I mean, he gets Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown back against a Chiefs team. We're expecting a lot of points. I mean, you got C.D. Lamb. You got Jamar yeah. Chase. Good yeah. Lord. I will say, Tim, dealing with um, the all-star running back Zach Moss being on by, mm-hmm. which, you know, yeah. and, and his running mate Jonathan Taylor. Um, when you look at Stretch's side, we got Taysom Hill, and that is it. So we will be pivoting to... Chigakonkwo because oh. it'd be nice if he had you know like a Sam Laporta. Or only something. he had a Sam Laporta that, you know? or something like that, you know. <laughs> but instead, he gets to play Sam Chaporta, Sam Chaporta, Chaporta, <laughs> Ch- Chipotle, <laughs> Sam Chipotle, um, Sam Laporta <laughs> at home against Chicago. Ah, so points. have fun with that one. But stretch, I mean, we mentioned it last week. He gets Kyler Murray. In that matchup against Houston that we like, he's rolling out James mm-hmm. Conner, Houston yep. with a not a great run defense. David Montgomery in that same Chicago matchup. Dog. You know, that could potentially swing this matchup. Where do the touchdowns go? And then, of course, the likes of Garrett Wilson, Ken Walker, things like that. Um, not a ton of lineup decisions up and down the board that I see. I got one. Isaiah Pacheco, you're thinking? As- asking for a friend. Jalen Warren? Yeah, asking for a friend. So the report did come out, was it today, about last week? Uh-huh, it sure was. Was it Mike Tomlin named Jalen Warren running yeah, back Yeah, I, I didn't read, I didn't like listen to the full press release, so obviously we're reading headlines here. Right. Um, but the headline was, Mike Tomlin named Jalen Warren the RB1 in Pittsburgh prior to last week, where he went off. Which I guess makes sense i mean 51 percent of the snaps 15 carries which i the 15 carries for jalen warren is that's very nice. high that's nice that is very nice um so you think you're between jalen warren isaiah pacheco it's it they both have bad matchups jalen me, warren at cleveland and isaiah pacheco home against the, the eagles like i said you can pass all day on the eagles but their front four is so dominant they both do have really gross matchups. And so uh, I think you have to roll Jalen Warren because he has that passing upside. I, I Pacheco's so gonna too. get fifteen carries for forty yards and one target. Yeah. I think you gotta I roll think, Warren. I think so. In my too. opinion. I think so too. Okay. If you were asking yeah. for a friend. I was oh. a- I was asking for a friend. There so. you go. <clears throat> I'll I'll pass along. Right. Um so that's your matchup. I mean, Tim, if you win this, stretch falls to eight and three. You climb to six and five. Sir. Three weeks into the playoffs. I mean you got to offset at the bye. I mean, I don't know what, what the rest of Stretch's schedule is. After Man, you, I think he's got. He plays Hayden, then he plays Steven, and then he plays Zach. Yeah, he sh- he should get a couple more wins. It's I've been watching I mean, his. None of those are pushovers, especially I, with Zach. I've been watching him the past few weeks, obviously, while I'm starting my winning streak, and I'm like, just somebody, just somebody, like just get, steal one from him, right? And like, it's been so many he's opportunities. So frustrating to watch. It's been so many opportunities. Because he just wins. Just win, baby, win. But like, yeah. Are you nervous for a letdown this week, Tim? I am a little bit. I, I do. You know, I, you, you you always 
sleep well with Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown stack. Absolutely. Um, but I do think that Chiefs game has potential to be uh, – you know, the Chiefs defense is good. I, I This has potential to be like a like a 20-13 to 13 game. Yeah. I, the only thing that I've got going for me is that CeeDee Lamb's going to put up 50 points. Yes. Yes. <laughs> on, on the way he's been tracking. So. At Carolina, probably. Yeah. 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 So it, it's going to be. I, I'm sixty-one percent. You know, I, I don't. I think it's going to be close. I'm taking you because I don't know how you pick against Ceedee Lamb and AJ Brown right now. I, I don't see how you can even without Jonathan Taylor. I am picking Tim here. I'm taking myself as well just to keep the streaks going for the vibes. Um, the one guy that. I hyped up at the end of last pod. Aaron Jones kind of put in a stinker. Uh, I'd like to see him, you know, be a little bit more efficient with those carries. It's nice to not see a question mark, questionable tag by him for the first time. Don't it jinx seems it. Like any year, <laughs> like gosh. Yeah, he, he's going to practice. He's going to practice. <laughs> he's going to practice, baby. All right, uh, so Aaron taking Tim as well. I believe so. Yeah. All right, clean sweep for Tim. Sweeps. This isn't good. This isn't good. All right. Well, we have one matchup remaining, and you know what that means. The battle for Chipotle is on, ladies and gentlemen. The top two in the power rankings. We had the battle for the bottom. We got the battle for the top yes, this week, I think. It is Aaron and Let Russ Microwave taking on Anthony and Team Uninspired Youth. Aaron coming into this one at 7-3, and three, Anthony 9-1. and one. For Aaron, this is a win or you ain't going to get the buy. I was, I was about to press the panic button and look so confused at you. I'd be like, wait, what are we doing? <laughs> this is a win or no, do you just win or you win don't or get no the buy. buy. That's fair. That's fair. Um, because with what three weeks to remain he would be mm-hmm. down three games um, uh, playoffs and so anthony here just trying to like just uh, confirm his spot reaffirm the fact that he's the top dog in this league is dealing with ramondre stevenson on by zeke elliott on by um aaron's got kyle pitts on by which that That's doesn't it. matter who cares um it just the the elephant in the room is Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think he plays. He's playing this week. I think he plays. So right now, sleepers going to say Aaron's got a sixty eight percent chance of victory. Uh, that's with Stevenson still in the lineup and no Justin Jefferson in the lineup yet. I think we damn near have full strength squads here. I th- I think so. You could argue Ramondre and Joe Mixon, but outside of that. You know, you you assume you put in Justin Jefferson over Tyler Boyd, and we are good to go, baby. Right, and Travis Kelsey's getting back in there. So, Woo! like, you know, the sleeper projection, we got to see Anthony make a couple lineup moves, but it should be, you know, this should be 150, 150 plus points mm-hmm. on both sides. We got Ooh, plus baby. matchups, uh, a lot of green running down Aaron's side. Uh, starting, you know, you got Dak, Eckler, Barkley, Tyreek Hill's back. Devontae Adams is getting targets. Mark Andrews. I mean, the Bengals also suck against guarding tight ends. Amon Raj does it every week. The big question mark for me is Stephon Diggs, and mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, big. Like, talk about squeaky wheel. I think, I think he's going even with sauce. His brother comes out and says, "Hey, he's got to get out of there." I think he Diggs sucks. is going to get thirteen you know, targets things. this like, year or this week. Diggs is going to get fifteen to twenty targets, or he's going to get one or two and leave. In, in, in like <laughs> some, like either request or he's just going to quit on the year. Yeah, I know. 
He's going to he, pull a, uh, who was that, Vontae Davis, who quit at halftime? Yeah. He, retired yeah. at uh, halftime? Who Who's the, Anthony, why am I completely blanking? Antonio Brown. Oh, it's ABO. Yeah. <laughs> Jogs like, off with on. no shirt. Yeah, just like waves to the crowd. See you guys. That, that, that Stephon could be Diggs. Stephon Diggs. He's like, I'll, I'll come I back he, I think he's got that in him. I think he's got that in him. Yeah. Uh, on Anthony's side, you know, we've got uh, Lamar, Christian McCaffrey, Joe Mixon, Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper. Uh, we'll have Ty, uh, Travis Kelsey. We'll have Justin Jefferson. Tyler Boyd's going to probably stay in there because Higgins is looking like he's going to miss another week. Um, you you, you got to think Anthony's probably going to make a defense play at some point too. You don't really love the Buccaneers against San, at San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Points galore, man. This is a tough one to pick and a lot of seeding implications on the line. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> you, it's a tough one. Um, Who are you going with? I am going with Anthony. Dang it. I was going to pick Anthony. I think the Travis Kelsey, Justin Jefferson coming back. This is okay. I'll, I'll, this is the first time I think I've ever done like the caveat. If Justin Jefferson doesn't come back, I'll take Aaron. I want to do that too. Deal. <laughs> okay. Deal. We're the only two people here. Right, so we I can know. make we that can happen. Make the rules. <laughs> And uh, for those keeping track at home, Aaron's taking himself, feeling himself. Ooh, put okay. himself at first in the power rankings over Anthony, saying, I'm going to beat him this week. He's, he's feeling a little, a little wedding week high. That's right. Oh, man. I bet Anthony's going to Aaron's wedding. That's going to be awkward. Uh, the wedding's Saturday. Yeah. So at least it's you know he's got a day in between. But. Oh, we're oh we're gonna get like a notification. <laughs> you ever notice like the notifications come out at like 11 p.m. on Saturday? That's like so and so from Adam Schefter is expected to play. We're Justin gonna, we're gonna get one from Justin Jefferson being like confirms he's good to go yeah. for a week. Oh yeah. Like, oh. Uh-huh. Man. Big games. What a game this is, man. What a game, Anthony. If you win this one, you are coasting, my friend. You are coast into the bye. You don't really got to check your lineup till the second week of playoffs, I yes, would say, sir. if you win this one. So a lot on the line there. A lot on the line in week 11, ladies and gentlemen. Mine and Hayden's matchup is big. Tim and Stretch. Tim trying to prove he's uh-huh. the king of Cadoba. Clayton and Don trying to avoid the bottom. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, a lot. Should be a fun week. Yeah, it should be. Let's go ahead and get y'all out of here. But before we do, we have, for the first time in a while, an official commissioner announcement. Thank you, thank you. Hold your applause, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Roger. This is your This League commissioner. Uh, Just wanting to remind everybody, the trade deadline is week 12. How about it? And we are going into week 11 here, so... I, if anyone wants my 2026 third round pick, take it off my hands. Yeah, Let's yeah. get some movement here, everybody. Um, you know, the playoffs, we're getting some seating and everything. This is the time. That this trade is ring the time. is open 24-7 for the next two weeks. It is. This is the time, man. I feel like I feel, I feel like one good thing about in our the current state is most people know where they are, I think. Um, but if you want to yeah. Capitalize again. I there's still hey, a couple. If you want to go Don's get team. Tony Pollard and tank your team and 
lose so first round tempting. of the playoffs. So tempting. I cannot wait until he it. scores 25 next week and I'll come back and be like, oh, why didn't I trade for He's him? not going to. I got a spoiler alert. I'm telling you. Trade deadline is coming up. I expect to see those conversations start ramping up. And you can follow all that action at www.thisleakpod.com. <laughs> As always, comment, share us with your friends, leave a nice rating. Tell Tim he's good looking on social media at this league underscore pod. And as always, dominate that like button. Just absolutely crush the like button. Just annihilate it. Get the steamroller out. We have nobody to calm us. We have nobody to calm us down this week. So toss we a piano just, off of the roof of your apartment and crush the yeah, like potato. Like an anchor from a ship. Those things are heavy. Yeah. We have nobody to calm us down. Yeah. So we're just crushing the like that button. That like button's dead. And we're moving on. We're in, we're moving on. Thank you all for listening. As always, um, I know we signed off with Bob Marley last week, but hey, it's a vibe. Let's do it again. Tim, anything it. else to add? No, sir. Excited. Another week of football. I love it. That's right. As always, I am Chris. Thank you guys for listening. Love you guys. Peace. Go on, get. Go, yeah, go on, get.